Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Be sure and get a table. Uh-huh. This restaurant always gets so crowded during the lunch hour. I know. Oh, it's a relief to sit down after rushing around shopping. I... What's the matter? That looks like your charming husband over there in the corner booth. Oh, no, it couldn't be. He said he was going to be tied up in a business conference this noon. Oh? Well, his business conference is wearing a big black picture hat. What? I don't look now. Wait a minute. All right. Over in that corner booth. Wait. Who is she? I don't know. Can't see anything out of the big half. Well, it's probably business. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> you often have to have lunch with women. It's just business. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nothing you no, know. No, no, Nothing to... Well, I guess we better order. Let's say special luncheons. <sighs> what are they doing? Can you see? Uh-huh. They're laughing. Uh-huh. She's looking in a purse for something. A letter. She's showing it to him. She just patted his hand. They're laughing again. She just put a cigarette in her mouth. He picked up his lighter. It doesn't work. He tried it again. Still doesn't work. There, it worked. She put her hand on his to steady it while he lights a cigarette. Now they're laughing again. Well, I, I'm sure it's just business, Myra. Oh, sure, sure. Well, come on, let's order lunch. Keep an eye on the corner booth. Mm. This is Galen Drake. You know, it's kind of silly to be walking around all day when you've got muscular pain. Why don't you just rub it away the modern greaseless way with new Minute Rub? New Minute Rub will get at that deep down pain and fast. It won't burn your skin and it's not greasy like, oh, some of those old-fashioned strong-smelling remedies. Minute Rub smells good, feels cool, and yet it relieves bone-deep muscular soreness. Now, it's greaseless, you know. It won't stain won't mess up clothing or bed linens either. And by the way, Minute Rub is great for cold miseries, too. Try it once and you'll never be without it. Minute Rub. Well, come on, let's go. Can't sit here all afternoon. Well, I was sort of waiting for them to leave first. You hate to have your husband think you were sitting here spying on him just because he's having lunch with some woman. But you said it was probably business. Oh, I'm sure it is, Myra, but I... I, Oh, you know who I bet it is? Who? His old high school sweetheart. Her name was Marsha Kramer, and she just married again. Is back in town visiting relatives. What does she look like? Oh, I told you, it's impossible to see anything. That big black picture hat. And she never seems to turn around. And Effie said she looked like Marilyn Monroe. Well, I can't tell from here. She is blonde, I think. She's from California now. She called us New Year's Eve at 3 o'clock in the morning to wish him a happy New Year. Well. Oh, she forgot the time change. I guess she was on a party and he hadn't thought of her for years. Mm-hmm. He hadn't. But she was on this party and got telephonitis, I guess, and started calling her old friends. I mean, you know, he'd forgotten all about Marsha, you know. Well, I don't like to say this, Deb. 
He doesn't look as though he doesn't care about her anymore. And he keeps looking around the restaurant as though he's terribly nervous about something. Oh, Myra, don't be silly. Now, don't you be silly. The wife is always the last to know. Oh, it's just nonsense. For example, Marcia was supposed to drop over at the house last night, and we waited for her to come, and finally she called. She'd fallen asleep after dinner, and her aunt didn't wake her. Do you believe that? Why not? Doesn't it occur to you that maybe she doesn't want to face you? Oh, my God. Maybe she isn't married. Maybe she just said that. Maybe all these years she's still been in love. Oh, Myra, you sound like some cheap novel. Why, the fact is, I'm going to have a few people in tonight to meet Marsh, and I'd love you and George to drop over. The face-up or nothing fancy. It's all very impromptu. And Effie's fixing her lobster casserole. I wouldn't entertain for George's old high school sweetheart. Oh, Myra, I don't feel that way about it at all. I don't believe in asking for trouble, and I can see from here that she is holding his hand. She is? Hmm. Well, come on, let's go. I've left the tip. We'll leave and go past their table. Oh, yes. I'm dying to get a look at her. If that's who it is. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, this is certainly yeah. true. As a matter of fact, I've... Oh. Well, my goodness. Hello, dear. Oh, well. Well, my gosh. <laughs> Honey, I... I, yeah, I, I was I... having lunch over there with Myra. Why, we didn't see you over here, did we, Myra? No, no, I should say not. Oh, well, well, <laughs> l- l- let me introduce you. Oh, oh don't, don't tell me. That's your wife. Hey, hey, yes, yes, that's right, that's right. Yes. And this is this Mrs. 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 Pemberton, friend friend of my wife. Yes. Oh, this is Mrs. Hooper, Mrs. Pemberton. Oh, yes. how, how, how do you do? Well, for goodness sake. <laughs> Honey, sit down, sit down. We were just finishing our coffee. Oh, well, I'm afraid Myra's in kind of a rush. No, no, no. I can sit down for a you minute. You said you had to be at the dentist at 1.30, Myra. And it's nearly that now. That is? Yes. No, no. Yes, you did, oh. Myra. Oh, yes, the dentist. Yes, that's right. Well, I guess I'd better run. It was very nice meeting you, Mrs. Hooper. Oh, uh, well, well, I was tickled to meet you. <laughs> yes. Well, 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 goodbye. Yeah, goodbye, Myra. Uh, goodbye. goodbye. Well, well, shall I get you a cup of coffee, dear? No, no, I just had two cups. Well, Marcia and I were just sitting here talking over old times. <laughs> Marcia, oh! I didn't realize. I, I thought this was a business. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Marcia dropped in at the office this morning, so I said, well, why don't we have lunch? Oh, <laughs> sure. Lunch. Well, I, I bet you had a lot to talk over. Well, you just excuse me for staring at you, but well, you look exactly like the kind of girl I knew you'd marry. Oh. Oh, well, now, now, Marsha. You get so mad at me, remember? Oh, <laughs> oh Marsha, you're so helpless. Well. I was just telling him I haven't changed a bit. I'm just as stupid and helpless as I always was. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure you're not stupid. Oh, I am, I am. How he gets so mad, that's my husband. He didn't even want me to travel alone. He said, you'll never get there. You'll probably wind up in Mexico. <laughs> it's just impossible. I, I'm impossible about reading train schedules. And I can't seem to get anywhere without losing at least one suitcase. Oh. I mean, I'm just terrible. Oh, <laughs> you remember how terrible I was in high school? Well, I mean, if he hadn't carried my school books, I would just have left them somewhere. Yeah, oh, well, I, I just... Oh, of course, how he babies me. Calls me his little bird. <laughs> Which I keep telling him he's got to stop calling me because, well, I'm not very little anymore. <laughs> in fact, I'm, I'm still hungry. Hungry? Oh, I'm sorry, Marsha. My gosh, what, uh, do you what suppose was... there's any of that heavenly strawberry cheesecake left? Cheesecake? Well, sure, sure. Just wait till I find the waiter. I'll see you. You know, I, I hate waiter. to say this, but I'm glad I ran into you because I'm afraid, dear, we're, we're going to have to postpone the party we were having for Marcia tonight. 
Oh, really? Oh, that's too bad. I, I mean, why? I mean, if you have to, of course. But sure, Marsha will understand. Did we have an engagement already that we forgot? <laughs> no, I mean, it's so silly. But there must be something wrong with the stove. It doesn't work. And I called the man, but he didn't know if he could even get out today. And I can hardly have a buffet supper without food. I mean, I'm just going to have to call it off if the stove isn't fixed. I thought I'd call Aunt Essie and see if the man's been there. But if he hasn't, oh, you know, I just... Oh, for Pete's sake, Aunt Marcia's only going to be here until Sunday. Oh, isn't that terrible? And we've got that thing at the school Friday. And Saturday, it's Mother's birthday. We're yes. driving over there. Oh, oh, now, now, that's all right. No, it isn't. I, I know he wanted you to meet all our friends and for them to meet you, didn't you, dear? Well, well yes, yes, I should Maybe say so. Maybe you could stay over, Marcia. Well, uh, now, honey, Marcia has her plans all made, I'm sure. I mean, I, I don't try to interfere is what I'm... What's the, what's the matter, Marcia? Well, I was just wondering where the waiter is before all that divine cheesecake's gone. Oh, yes. Yes, yes well, I'll see if I can catch his fine. eye. Oh, just like old times. Do you, do you remember? He was always buying me double chocolate malted milk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, let's see if we can't work something out about having a party for Marcia. If you could just stay over another day or Honey, so, Marcia. Marcia has her plans made. Well, uh, Anyhow, I, I've got to go out of town on business Monday. Oh, I do, yes. dear. Oh, I know. Business. how it is with old friends so much to talk about. And I want to get acquainted with Marcia. Of course, you're just as beautiful as he said you were, Marcia. <laughs> His cutie doll. That's what he used to call Oh, it. isn't that darling? <laughs> Tell me what he was like at 16, Marcia. Oh, golly. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. There's a four-square share of thrills coming your way Sunday, part of the different sound and sound difference the CBS Radio Network achieves in its programs. The quickest, slickest insurance investigator in the business, yours truly, Johnny Dollar, chases a crooked insurance scheme to Los Angeles Sunday. Dollar sets out to find the pirates who have looted a luxury yacht, but quickly learns there's something fishy about the bait, the loot, that is. You want in on this Sunday when most of these stations follow yours truly, Johnny Dollar, to the solution of the Baldero matter. Also Sunday, Frank Lovejoy stars as a bank clerk who tries to vault to quick riches in a vault. But through no fault of his own, he finds suspense and death in Box 234. If you're looking for suspense undiluted, listen this Sunday on CBS Radio. Now don't forget, Johnny Dollar and Suspense... This Sunday on CBS Radio, reflect the sound difference in network radio responsible for the different sound of this station. Where are you? In the kitchen, getting dinner. Oh, oh, there you are. Oh, is the stove working? Oh, yes, it always was, but I, uh, I called the whole party off anyhow. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but look, may I ask how you knew that I didn't want to go through with it? Are you kidding? The minute I was sure it was Marcia, the minute I saw your face. Well, I knew you weren't too anxious to have your friends meet your old high school sweetheart that you and Aunt Effie had said looked like Marilyn Monroe. She did. So help me, she did. Back in those days, she did. Do you, do you, do you know what that dame had for lunch? For, for lunch now, mind you. She had... Listen to the shrimp cocktail, cream of lobster bisque. She had a double helping of French fried potatoes, a sirloin steak that was the size of a turkey platter. Just Howie's little bird. Yeah, that little bird. What, <laughs> the silliest thing you ever heard of all these little mannerisms that were, you know, kind of cute when she was 16, maybe. And now they just sound ridiculous. 
What do you think she weighs? 300? Oh, honey, 300. Well, I bet it's darn close to her. No, no, maybe there's something wrong with her. Glandular. No, there's not a darn thing wrong with her except eating a ton of food every day. She still likes to think of herself as a tiny little helpless pampered baby. You, know, you almost wonder how she attracted Howie, don't you? Really? He's the same size. No. Yeah, she showed me his picture. Oh, yeah, no. and of course she had to remind me of how I broke down one time and cried because she wouldn't marry me. Oh, golly. <laughs> no. I... You poor thing. But you know, you never did call me your little cupie doll, dear. Oh, honey, now please. Well, yeah, I, I, I've had all I can take today, honestly. Oh, dear. Well, I tell you it's true. You should never look up your old school sweethearts. Never. And she had the nerve to tell me that I was losing my hair. Can you imagine? <laughs> Calm down, dear. Oh, Dad, boy. More families, far more families, rely on X-Lax than any other laxative. And for one important reason, X-Lax helps you toward your normal regularity gently overnight. You take pleasant-tasting chocolated X-Lax at bedtime. It won't disturb your sleep. And the next morning, you'll be well on the way toward your normal regularity. No wonder pleasant-tasting chocolated X-Lax is used by more families than any other laxative. So when you or any member of your family needs a laxative, remember, take X-Lax today. Feel better tomorrow. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and is produced by Walter Hart. <laughs>